Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is your latest sports news and commentary you're listening to the tnt podcast with your hosts tyler layfield and torres finney well hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the tnt podcast here with your boy torres finney and my co-host tyler layfield what's up tyler Nothing much, man. Another good week of uh, some college basketball. We got some UFC to talk and uh, NBA coming down to the wire. So, a uh, lot, plenty to talk about today. Yes, let's talk about, man. We're recording this on a Sunday, man. And after just seeing what we just saw this past week, um, both women's and the men has been really exciting in the Final Four, getting ready to come into the national championship uh, Sunday and Monday, actually. So, um, man, it's a. Uh, I, I I tell you, don't women play on Tuesday? No, they play on Monday. No, I'm women, sorry, they play on Sunday. The women's championship today. is today, um, you know, Sunday, and then the men's today. That's what tomorrow. I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was about to say I always knew they picked women's. Um, um, but yeah, man, the uh, a, a surprising things we saw. So starting off with the men, who would ever thought FAU would have as far as they have made it? I um, I mean. Everybody's bracket was already messed up when uh, FD uh, said the number one seed, uh, Virginia. Purdue. And uh, no, it was, it, was a, it was Virginia. That's right. It was Virginia. Uh, Purdue and was, uh, got beat by fairly. Purdue, Purdue, Purdue. And then uh, Furman, Furman's right. the one that beat Virginia. Was beat Virginia. And Princeton was the one that beat Arizona. That's yes. right. So, uh, yeah. So, FAU has been um, incredible, man. And then, you know, then, then they play FAU. And then FAU beat them. And then uh, FAU has been on an incredible run. To see, um, uh, who else they beat after that? Uh, I think it was a Gonzaga. Um, and then to make it all the way to um, – to make it all to your uh, – and it's just been incredible. Nobody had them that far. And for them to get as far as they have, granted, you know, on a whole another different level, they had the championship, they had their chance to be in the championship yesterday in their grasp. They had an opportunity, and boy, did they mess up. Uh, I, I, it was a good game. Um, it was back and forth. They did not play Gonzaga. They played uh, um, Kansas State. State. I knew it was one of them. Yeah. Kansas State, yes. But FAU had the game in the books. At one point, FAU was up, uh, 13 points over San Diego State. I mean, it was a it was a solid game. I only got a chance in the second half. Um, man, you know, an incredible run. I was slightly, you know, an underdog, make it to the championship game, do that thing. And boy, uh, man, San Diego State uh, made an uh, incredible shot yesterday at the butter. And that was like freaking like, and I was like, freak, man, you know, but yeah. what an incredible game. What a way to end it. Uh, they even called a timeout, you know, once they got the rebound, really good defensive play there um, from the San Diego State Center, I believe. And once they got the rebound, man, went down the court, uh, stumbled a little bit over there in the corner. I was like, oh, man, he might not get yeah. the shot off. And then boom, pulled back the buzzer. And uh, that was a really good game. And now you got Boy. San Diego State in the championship game, man. So it's going to be. It's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. San Diego State was one of those teams, you know, co coming from, you know, their, the Mountain West, uh, every year they, they're just notorious for having teams that are very good, that 
can never really get past the first or second round, really even the first round. And so year after year, we've just been getting to this point where you pick a team like San Diego State and they just go on to screw you over. Uh, this year, you know, I stuck with that in my bracket. Uh, of course, it came back to bite me because, uh, you know, obviously they made it to the championship. But, uh, but yes, yeah, San Diego State, they've been able to do it with their, mainly their defensive side of the ball. They Their defense is just freaking awesome. Um, you know, they, they play it well, uh, good team basketball. And then last night they were able to get enough shots down to to win the game. Um, you know, we're about to talk about the other team here in a moment. But, uh, but yeah, I, before we get into that, before we get into the other championship team, I'll give my props to FAU. FAU, they, they really did shock me, man. I did not see them going this far uh, to make it through Tennessee. I didn't give them a single chance to make it through Tennessee after seeing how Tennessee played in that first round. Uh, to make it past Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State, I didn't give them a shot against them either because Kansas State looked really good to me. So, um, crazy how both of these teams made it this far. Um, th- this was a really wild March Madness year, uh, and thanks uh, thanks in part to these two teams. Um, you know, who we're about to talk about was one that was kind of favored, you know, by some people, not not hugely. You know, they were number four seed UConn, um, but, y- you know, definitely the other side of it is where people were kind of shocked. So, um, just interesting seeing how that has uh, has played out. And, uh, man, I'm excited for this championship game coming up. Yeah, me too. You know, looking at the state, um, entire, like, uh, tournament, man, I mean, they started off uh, with Charleston and actually had, a, like, a little close game with Charleston. And then yeah. when they had Furman, they blew out Furman, uh, Alabama. To, uh, you know, the number one seed Alabama team really surprised. Me. Um, you know, as I said on this show, even from uh, what uh, last week, I had as the uh, favorite in my opinion, and then they yeah. go on and lose that same day, and I'm like, well, freak, then, uh, you know. And then San Diego State, and that that really close game against Creighton, they had. I mean, man, I mean, San Diego State has done their thing, and uh, they've made it to the championship game. I mean, they've had back to back one point game. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised to see another one, but getting to their opponent who has been uh, completely opposite to San Diego State from having close games. Um, UConn yeah. has just absolutely been handling teams yes, in the uh, tournament, man. Every game they have played has been by what, 13, 14 points or more. Uh, it's just been blowouts, man. The deficits haven't even been close. Um, they've been doing it since. Freak. I mean, they've just been blowing out every team now. Everybody wondered and was like, okay, but, you know, they didn't win their uh, – they didn't actually make it to the finals of their uh, Big East tournament. They lost to Marquette. Yeah. But, man, has UConn turned it around. They bone out. Uh, they beat St. Mary. Destroyed Arkansas. Destroyed Gonzaga. That's the team that played Gonzaga. They destroyed yeah, Gonzaga. Went even close. 82-54. And then yesterday, they uh, put the whooping on Miami. So, right now um, – if you want to talk about who's the favorite, I mean, I don't think you can – you're wrong. Well, you, you know, you want to not be wrong. But with a team like San Diego State that's really been playing really good, uh, close to Mindy, even been down in the game, you can't just throw them out the way. Understandable. I see UConn currently right now, uh, seven point favorite, minus seven, uh, seven points. So what's your, what's your thoughts on UConn? Ah uh, man, UConn. They're this is probably one of the best college basketball teams I, I feel like I've seen. I, I don't feel like that's an overstatement. I just find them like 
they're they're extremely balanced, extremely deep. Like if one guy goes out of the game, they got a guy that's just about coming in this nearly just as good as the the starter that comes into the game. So um I am um I'm all in on the Shecon team. That that's who I've got to win this championship. Uh I didn't, you know, obviously you and I are very similar in the sense that we don't really we don't really watch much of the regular season for college basketball. I think, you know, um, it's it's just one of those things that it's hard to keep up with. There's so many teams to keep up with in college basketball. It, it is just like it, it's crazy to to just keep track of what all's going down and and everything like that. But man, ever since I've seen um, this team play, I was just like, wow, you know, like great guard depth, great forward depth, you know, the big guys they got, like, it's wild. They, dude, Jackson, Hawkins, you know, they got Caravan who can hit some threes, that freaking main dude, Sonogo, that center Sonogo, I was, like, looking last night, I was trying to look up where people have him going in mock drafts, because I just really like the way this dude plays, that center they got, he's freaking, he's got sweet feet for a big dude like that, He's got great vision, can pass well, can shoot the three, has a great post game. Like, it is just wild watching this dude play. And uh, behind him, I mean, you got Klingon, you got all these other guys, the Cockatera, three-point shooter. So they are just absolutely stacked. They are they are stacked team. They got they got me excited, man. I'm I'm really excited. And last night they took care of business against Miami. Uh, Miami, a good team. Um, you know, it, it's been a great run for them too. I didn't have them going that far, but um, man, they they handle business. It reminds me if I have to if I have to draw a comparison, this UConn team, they remind me of like that 2018-2019 Virginia national championship team, that team that had like Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, DeAndre Hunter, um, that Diacati. Uh that they, they had a they had just a whole stack team and uh, they were just really wild. So um, remind me a lot of them. And they just went through the tournament. And they yeah. just the tournament. I remember that year. Um, yeah. Like, they didn't have a close game almost. So like I felt, we got a lot of teams like that. Um, I mean, well, actually, take that back. You don't see a lot of teams like that, um, mainly because because blank tournaments. Um, some guys can have off game. And some of these good teams can have off game but still find a way to pull it out. So, to have this consistency that you've seen from UConn from the in what five straight games, it's props right now, man. I, like I said, you'd be wrong to not have your favorite. And uh, I'm going to go with UConn to win a championship, man. I just don't see them for just falling. Yes, like I said, probably because the San Diego State defense has been a lot of this best thing that it will be playing in the tournament so far. According to some, but I still think UConn still. Uh, I think they handled them well, and I would actually take the concurrent points. Yeah, I got them winning it too. Um, just hard to hard to think San Diego State's going to be able to shut down this team. Um, I don't think they got a guy that can match up with Sonogo really, and then their guard depth, like I just said, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's it's so deep. They can hit perimeter shots. They can drive it. They can draw fouls. Um, I think they get San Diego State in foul trouble pretty early. Right. Uh, this game drafts. All right. So now let's get to the women's room. Okay. So let's just go ahead and get on her. Uh, she is the one that has been talk of all NCAA. 
basketball, Caitlin Clark. Uh, and man, has she been something else, man? You know, she has actually been um, um, like a, 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 a freaking what Steph Curry player, you know, like heck, of college basketball, like she just dominated. And I actually watched the game, I'm told, but I watched the third and fourth quarter against um, um, Iowa. I mean, I'm not Iowa, uh, South Carolina, and boy. I mean, it was like all y'all players sit over here and let me take over the rest of the game. <laughs> like it's freaking nuts how how good she is. She just takes over, and she's not good offensively. She's also good defensively as well, and it actually makes it really intriguing because uh, you know seeing what he was talking about LSU players was like uh, I just people kept talking about the game for hours. And I just want to be honest with you, I don't wait to play, you know, Caitlin. You know, should be double team her. I'm like, look, you don't think any other team throughout this entire tournament has thought about other different plans to shout out the girl? Maybe LSU does have something that I don't know. I'm excited to see what Caitlin brings to the table. Uh, actually, not tonight. So I'm going to be tuning into that game a little bit against uh, uh, LSU. So that's going to be a fun game. But man, the Free freaking nation. She, has, she is incredible. I mean, she, she can drop the whole her moves. I mean, man, she looks it. So um, I'm excited for Iowa. Uh, very rarely do I say I'm excited for certain things. Uh, but this is one of them. And actually, if you ever pay attention to like around the final four for women's basketball, I've, I've, when I used to be in high school, I actually used to walk sometimes. They actually have a lot of good games. Like, mm. you know, the women's basketball games actually. Uh, they actually are really, really good. So yeah, we'll, we'll see though. We'll see how this happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. So my thoughts, yeah, definitely. Caitlin Clark's awesome. It's uh, easy that they beat South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina being the p- powerhouse that they are. Um, you know, I've been seeing a good stuff about LSU as well. The coach has been getting a lot of headlines. Um, for for them, the way she kind of runs that team and everything. Um, but yeah, it's it'll be interesting today watching that championship game. There has been some good basketball. I haven't been able to watch that much of it. Been trying to keep up with a later topic that we're going to get into. But the NBA um, trying to keep up with the Lakers, so it's a tight race over there. So um, that's been taking up a little bit more of my time. But I definitely am going to tune in today to that championship. Game. But here we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And hello, and we're back, man. And look, now we're about to get ready to start off what is about to be an incredible weekend uh, in Miami, Florida, UFC 287. And we get a chance to see the rematch. Uh, some would say the fourth time. But Israel Asanya will be trying to take back his throne against uh, Alex Pereira. Alex Pereira won the title, beat him last year at the end of the year all around, around that time. And, um, man, it was shocking to everyone. But Alex Pereira is now the, uh, was currently the UFC middleweight champion. And now Izzy is about to go back and try to get the title. And right now, it's an interesting fight, man. You know, it makes you ask this question. Um, if, if somebody has beaten you uh, three times in a row, you know, I know the other two was in kickboxing. Then this one is in MMA. You know, what 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 do I have to do now? Like, what what is what is it that I have to do now to 
you know, beat this guy. And some people, you know, have a lot of different analysis on what Izzy needs to do. Some people think Izzy needs to wrestle more, but I, I don't think that's going to work too well. The reason why I say that is because Alex Perea, for one, works with Glover Teixeira, who's one of the best grapplers in the UFC currently. You know, now that he's retired, that was one of the best grapplers in the UFC. And I, I don't think Izzy, I mean, yeah, Izzy is a, probably a better wrestler than Alex Pereira. He could be, but it's not going to be like, it's, it's going to be easy for him to take him down. And I don't care how long you you work on wrestling, it's different when you're in that live situation and that blood starts really coming to those muscles and you're not accustomed to wrestling for that period, long periods of time and then going back off the striking. It's just not going to work too well for Izzy if he sits here and try to wrestle Alex Pereira. And plus, the difference in this is, Alex Pereira has the power advantage. And when he has the power advantage, I really don't – I I, I don't think he can out-wrestle Alex Pereira because Alex Pereira is going to be so much bigger than him. So, I don't know, man. I just – I know – I feel like Izzy could win on a way to a decision. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see – I don't see how – I just I just don't see him beating Alex Pereira, man. Because Alex is going to be ready for the takedown. And I think Alex is now going to pull up his hands more. Then he did that last fight. I think Alex Pereira beats him in um, third or fourth round by knockout. Wow. Okay, so you got him losing again to him. Uh, yeah, I just, I just think he got his number. I just think he got uh, his number, man. I just do. I just think yeah. he got his number. And, I mean, and 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 yes, and yes, you can always say this. Look, you can always say this. You have. Uh, Every fight that they fought, Izzy was winning majority of the rounds. Yes, he was. No lie about that. But that's not how it – I mean, this man just gets in his head, dude. And I feel like Alex Pereira will finally fight the complete fight to finally beat Izzy. Yeah. I do believe he will. Yeah, I I think – I don't know. Right now he is the favorite. Uh, Israel is right now to win this one. Um, You know, you you say you would give him the – the lean, if he was going to win, would it have to be by decision? I mean, isn't Izzy notorious for, like, pushing these things to decision, just, like, playing it the way he needs to to win it, you know, in that sense um, in his fights? Um, yeah, yeah. I will say, yes, he does push this to decisions um, a good bit, but – it's not. It's, it can't work that way when you're trying to take a title. Okay, it's hard to. Not saying you can't win a off decision because every fight is a fight, but to go there trying to get a decision with, then trying to go in there and get the finish, it's gonna be hard to take the belt from the champion. And I just think it's gonna be hard for him to take the belt from Alex Red. I really do. It's just gonna be hard. And yes, I know he's a decision type guy, but that's gonna be hard, man. It's gonna be hard to do that when. Pereira is – everybody knows what he's looking – everybody knows what Izzy's going to be trying to do. Take him down, trying to set up takedowns, or trying to knock him out on the feet. I mean, heck, at the end of the first one, he had Alex Pereira stumbling. Almost could have knocked him out. There was one more second left on the clock, but they fought for the five minutes. I just see how – I think a much better prepared Alex Pereira. He just beats Izzy. I mean, look, we saw the same thing with just a little bit with Leon Edwards and Usman. A much better prepared Leon Edwards. He just stayed. He just dominated the fight almost. You know, yeah. so it's it's gonna be different. Man. You gotta it's gonna be point. different. I just, you gotta get I, just I just don't see. 
I could see I could see what you're just saying. Don't see how just for for the sake of picking, I'll go with Izzy just because. Just cause I don't know, I'll I'll take him just cause. Like, maybe he's <laughs> now. I don't know, cause I could see the guy winning it. And you make a great case for Perea, but I'm gonna go with Izzy. Just just to say I did, just to put mine in there, I'll go with Izzy on this one. So that'll lead us to. Um, uh, do you have any other fights you wanted to cover from this one? Yes, Jorge Masvidal versus Gilbert Burns. Uh, man, that is a really good fight. The king of Miami, Jorge Masvidal, fighting in his hometown for the first time. And uh, what'd you say? I said your friend, Jorge Masvidal. Oh yeah, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I might depending depending on like uh, we're supposed to be getting a Trevor supposed to be getting a word back from the UFC. We could be going to the fights. Uh, Ooh. And we could be there in my watching fights. So uh, that would be pretty cool. That would be freaking uh, We cool. know from the UFC tomorrow. But, um, yeah, man. But Jorge Masvidal would be fighting Burns. And, man, this is a huge fight. Mainly because Jorge Masvidal fighting in his hometown with an opportunity to get a really big win gets a, what, the number five ranked most weight in the, in the, out of Gilbert Burns. You beat Gilbert Burns. I think that could catapult him to the title again. We've already heard what Leon Edwards said. Leon Edwards said, I want Jorge Masvidal next. Wow. If Jorge wins, that could be the next. Now, there's already been talks in July, um, July 22nd. Leon supposed to be fighting Kobe Covington for the title in London. Um, And and, I ain't going to lie to you, man. I just don't think – I really, I don't know. I'm just, just, but I don't think Leon beats Kobe. I just think he does. Oh, wow. But if he does, Jorge, the three piece in a soda, robbery that's been building up. I'm Jorge and Leon, and man, what a fight would be. So, Jorge. Now, rooting for Jorge, don't think he will win. I think Will Burns. I mean, my goodness, I think would. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You ask yourself the question, how does he win? All right. Now, on the, yes, Jorge is a better striker. Uh, Jorge has only been knocked out once out of all his. So he is going to get knocked out. Granted that. Um, but I think Gilbert Byrne, if Gilbert Byrne is able to get one takedown. Now, Jorge is actually really good at getting up because he got the line. And Usman, but Kobe and Usman does not have the submission threat like Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns, ACC world, champion. Gilbert Burns is the best in the world. Yeah. Get to if he can't, he can't. If he won't, if he gets taken down away from the cage, I Gilbert Burns subs him, and he still wants to sub him. Uh, I just don't see. I and that's the thing. Like Gilbert Burns also has the power to knock out Jorge. Uh, I think he's going to take more of a grappling. Pro- I first. I think in that first round we're gonna see a lot of stuff on the feet. But if Jorge don't land knockout shot, I think versus fight. And yeah. I just, I just don't. It's hard for me to see Jorge winning, man. It's just hard for me to be winning. So Jorge, give me uh, Gilbert Burns in this one. Jorge's last fight was that against Usman? No, his last fight was against Kobe Covington. That's right. That's right. 
And yeah, I remember the I remember the Usman fight. I don't remember the Colby Covington one as much, but I remember the stuff he struggled against with Usman was the grappling. He just couldn't really keep up with it. So yeah, I could definitely see what you're saying, Gilbert, giving him um giving him problems um on the ground. So uh, right now, Gilbert Burns is the large favorite. He's minus five hundred to win this one. Um, I do think that probably comes to fruition. I do think that, yeah, I think Gilbert gets that one done. So, yeah, well, hang on just a moment, and then we'll get into the next subject. And we're here again, and now we're going into the NBA standings. And look, man, look, the West, let's just get to the West right now, man. The West is neck and neck. Um, a lot of top-tier teams right now, man. Um, I've, I've, I've looked at the standings multiple times, you know, seeing where everybody plays. Uh, currently at the number one seed, you have the Nuggets. Number two, you have the Grizzlies. Number three, you have the Kings. Number four, you have the – sorry, I'm trying to get to it. I, I just remembered off the top of my head, though. Uh, you got uh, the Suns right now. Suns, that's right, the Suns. Um, then you have ooh, then the, you got Warriors. the Warriors. Yep. Then you got the Clippers, uh, the Pelicans, Lakers, Timberwolves, and OKC, and outside of 11th, my Dallas Mavericks. Uh, man, let me tell you something about the Mavs, dude. We have been losing so many close games because we have not an ounce worth of defense. Defense, yeah. defense absolutely sucks. Yeah. I mean, sucks, sucks. I mean, it is so bad. It is it, Luca is dropping 40-point triple-doubles. And we still ain't got, and he, we're losing, and we're, and it's not, and now I don't know we're losing. We're losing by like six Man. or seven. And you losing know, like bad teams lost really twice bad. to the Hornets, not once but twice. Both at home and once on the road, man. That's Boy, it has, been, it has, it has been uh, one of those type of seasons, man. We lost to the Heat last night. Um, it's, it's, it's been bad, man. We struggle with the Spurs. I mean, I thought I thought for a minute, you know, after we had hit that bus beat against the Lakers, I said, okay, we got some going. Then after that game, we lose to the Grizzlies. We lost to the Warriors by two. Lost to the Grizzlies by four. Warriors by two. Hornets by seven. Hornets again by six. Beat the Pacers. Congratulations. Wow. And then lost to the 76ers by six. We have mm-hmm. lost seven out of our last eight. We have been struggling. Some of those teams are pretty good. Some of those teams are, you know, like you can't excuse the Hornets ones. But the Sixers, I understand that. You know, Embiid's been on a roll. They've been pretty good. But, you know, the who would you say, the Clippers y'all lost to as well? We lost the Warriors. The Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, Warriors, even though, I mean, that's still saying something. Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yeah, Grizzlies. Was that with or without Jaw? Was that before or after the gun stuff? Uh, that was actually, I think, <laughs> actually, I think that was uh, <laughs> without Jaw, which is actually oh, the Grizzlies no. at their best. The Grizzlies are at their best. Oh, well, jaw, so I'm not I guess. Oh, no. we <laughs> he said, I guess. <laughs> we, we were able to beat them, uh, you know, the Lakers were. when uh, I did see the Lakers did beat them. The Lakers actually has been clicking finally because uh, yes. Anthony has actually been playing. Like he did great the other night. Great. Um, uh, he has been playing really good, and I have been giving big-time props to the Lakers. You know, uh, Lakers have looked good the last two games, beating both the Bulls and the Timberwolves. Um, we'll see how they play against the Rockets tonight. Uh, they should win. But the last time they played the Rockets, they lost. So This is uh, the key to tonight. I know Anthony Davis, He, I know you're not watching this stuff as much. Me and Jacob, we text throughout these games. We'll be watching every bit of them. Uh, but Anthony Davis did something to his ankle last game against the Timberwolves, played through it, 
it was obviously hobble. I'm telling you, dude, he was he was limping up and down the court and he was giving Carl Anthony Towns buckets. I'm talking about he he was boy, he was going to where I'm not even playing props to AD. AD was I'm, I swear to God, he was limping. And that sucker was just giving them the work. Just I'm talking about every time he touched the ball, it was going in. It was awesome, man. It was something to behold. But today, we'll have to see if he ends up playing. And because, um, you know, you, you can argue maybe you could give him the rest against the Rockets and they could still win. But this, uh, you know, I don't want to go too crazy on it. You know, I can go all day about this kind of stuff. But, man, I've, I've been liking what I've been seeing. Oh, yeah, I know. I've been liking what I've been seeing from him. I, I like the team we got, especially now that fully healthy just about. Mo Bamba's still the only one out. They could use – we still got one roster spot, and Jacob and I have been talking about We they need to go get a big guy. They need to go get one more big man because right now we got just A.D., Winion Gabriel, and then outside of that you're using Rui Hachimura as a small ball five. You know, um, you're using uh, Vanderbilt as a small ball five, but really Vanderbilt's better at per, uh, defending perimeter guys, honestly. But, yeah, man, uh, that that's what we're looking like right now. Your Mavericks, though, I don't know, man. Are, oh, we're, are they going to make – are they going to make the no, playoffs? Two questions. Make Are they going to make the playoffs? And do you regret the Kyrie trade? Uh, I do not regret the Kyrie trade, but we never had defense before Kyrie. We didn't have defense before uh, last season. Are you going to regret still the Kyrie trade once he leaves in free agency? I do think he still leaves. Yes, I, I do think he still leaves. For a minute, I thought Jason Kidd could have put this stuff together. But, yes, Jason Kidd has uh, – He, he, he could. Um, who? Uh, Kyrie. They'd have to, like – They'd have to get no, so many pieces to bring him on, and it just ain't worth it. I don't, I don't know where he goes. I mean, Kyrie is at this point. I mean, look, wherever, look, Ky, look. You know what Kyrie has turned into? You know who he has turned into? As, as crazy as it sounds, he's turned into Russell Westbrook, just on a different level. Kinda. Um, he's turned Kinda. into like anywhere. Look, anywhere Russell Westbrook goes, Westbrook is gonna play good. Um, and well, he'll get his numbers. You know, I know a lot of people mm-hmm. like well, Westbrook sucks. Westbrook still puts up some numbers. All right. Kyrie what? still puts up some numbers. But no, no, Kyrie to that, a better scale, I feel like, than Russell Westbrook. No, I mean, yeah, I agree with you on that. But yeah. heck, freaking uh Westbrook had like a 20-point triple double not too long ago for the Clippers. So like yeah. it's not it's not like that these guys can't play. It's mm-hmm. like how can you insert their pieces into your system? That's what that's what all of this basketball has always been about. Can yeah. I insert you into my game? When people want to have, man, imagine if you had this team with this score and this score and this score, where there's only one basketball. Hey, yeah. I mean, I, point granted, there's a reason why the Nets I, – I think the Nets would have won if all of them was healthy. I really do believe they would have. But Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie, they only have one basketball. How's that all going to work? Somebody's yeah. got to, you know, succumb. Who's going to be the third guy? You know, James Harden, I ain't the third guy. Kyrie, I ain't the third guy. I mean, somebody got to be the third guy. You know, and I and I yeah. felt like that's why you have to like give certain credits to the Warriors. Now, yes, I know when you have a team like KD, Steph, Clay, Drake. I mean, yes, obviously it should win, but it's not so foregone conclusion because everybody still has to play their role. You know, some people gotta accept I can't be this guy because sometimes Steph Curry had to be the third guy. He's like, man, I'm not hot today. Give it to Clay and K- KD. You know, like yeah. you have to be able to accept those roles, and I think. Because of right now, especially with the Dallas Mavericks not having a really good defensive team, the role – I mean, Lucas just – he basically ball, ball hogging. You know, he's doing what he can and Kyrie getting whatever he can at the time he can. But I, I, I'm not I'm not sold on the Mavs right now. 
do I think it was a bad trade? I wish we would have got more with it, um, yeah. defensively. But hey, I it, it just not it just not working. Too well. I mean, you tried. They tried. You can give them that much. Um, speak speaking of everything right now. Okay, at five spot, you mentioned it. You got Golden State six. You got Clippers seven. You got Pelicans eight. You got Lakers. Clippers, uh, Clippers are at six. Clippers yeah, are that's six. What, yeah. I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, so war, uh, war it goes: Warriors, Clippers, Pelicans, Lakers, Timberwolves, OKC. That's rounding out your five through ten right there. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, ideally, you know, if I, I mean, I, I don't think it's probably, I don't think it's possible. If it is, it's very slim to none that they could avoid the play-in and sneak into the top six. They are actually right now. They are a game and a half behind the uh, the the Warriors at the five spot. Lakers, here's the rest of schedule. Tell me what you think, okay? Today they play the Rockets, okay? Favored by 11 and a half. I'm assuming we'll probably take the Lakers here, given that I think uh, Anthony Davis is probable to play. All right, then they got the Jazz. Would you give them that win? On the road, be a tough, be a tough one. It'll be a tough one. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I still sneak it out a win. Clippers, that'll be a big one right there. That'll be a big one. That's a – That'll be the game that'll determine whether or not the Clippers make the play-in – I mean, be in the play-in or don't have to play in it. Yeah, I think that's the game. Here's the thing, too, with this one. Um, I think the Clippers have the tiebreaker with the Lakers. I don't know if that changes after this game. I'd have to do a little bit more research. But that's also on the back end of a back-to-back. So you could potentially see no Kawhi, and you could potentially see no Anthony Davis unless both teams decide, okay, we're going to have to push you guys to play, which the Lakers have not done. The Lakers, if you recall, last time they played the Rockets, you mentioned it, they lost to them. You know why? They sat Anthony Davis because it was the second game of a back-to-back. So let's see if they stick with that. Then the other key one, they have the Suns uh, on the 7th, and then the Jazz one more time at home on the ninth. That's the end. So, I mean, I think at worst you see three of the next five they win. Uh, at best, I, I mean, I could see them winning all five, potentially, just depending. I mean, the Suns game will be tough with Kevin Durant back and Aiton back. Last time they played them without Aiton and KD. So, uh, But I could see them maybe beating the Clippers just depending on the circumstances. That's that's the key right there. Um, I think I think, uh, I think the Lakers go three and two. I think, I, think I, I, I mean, I could very, I think that's the, that's the one that I think is probably most, that's most probable, you know, to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously things that are working their time for that. Here's the Warriors. They do have the tiebreaker with the Warriors. If the um, Warriors end up falling back, the Warriors would have to lose three here, I believe, um, in mm-hmm. order for that to happen. They got the Nuggets tonight. Jokic should be back. So I think that that could be a loss. They got the Thunder. At home, that's going to be the big one. The Thunder have been no easy team to beat, especially with SGA playing as good as he has, Jalen Williams playing good. You know, of course, they got Josh Giddey in them. Then they got the Kings, the hot Kings this year that are making the playoffs for the first time in forever. And then the Trailblazers. I could see them going one and three right here in this range, possibly two and two. I think two and two is your best bet. You know, I think you lose to the Nuggets and the Kings. And I think you could give them the edge against the Thunder and the Blazers. That there, there's a lot in play here on the movement of who's going to be in the play-in and who ain't. That is, that is a lot of play. I Today's actually think a big they, day. Today is a huge I think, day. I think they still one of those though. I think they still one of those on the road. I think they still yeah. either the. I think they can. The, I don't. I don't. I don't. I think. I think at worst they'll go two and two. At that's worst, what I, that, I think that's the uh-huh. most 
normal. But I could see them going three and one. Um, that Nuggets game because of, because of how see you have to always remember when one team is has so much of a lead in the conference. Like currently right now, now yes, Denver does only got a two game lead over Memphis, so it's still a big game for them. Yeah, so they're going to probably see them for real But certain when when a team like the Warriors have more to play for, sometimes you might have to see him lean towards that team. But now, if you want to get back oh, to it, and you look at the Kings. All right, the Kings are in a really good position because the Kings got to play the Spurs, then the Pelicans, then the Mavs. Heck, the Kings might be on a three-game win streak by the time they get to the Warriors. But it depends on where the Grizzlies are. So depending on where the Grizzlies are, it would depend on whether or not the Kings, how well they play or who yeah. they do against the Warriors. Because nobody has a – the Suns don't have a real shot at taking the Kings' spot at three. So – it would depend on where the Grizzlies are, depending on how the Kings play when the Warriors come in around that time. But right now, um, yes, it's all a real high possibility. And I actually slick think if the Warriors can do their job, I think they might can get above the Suns. I think they might can steal a game mm. or get above the Suns right now because oh, the Suns – The Suns have the Thunder. I think they beat them. I think they beat the Spurs. You would think they beat the Thunder. You would think they beat the Thunder. Yeah, I, I give them more of a chance to beat the Thunder than the Warriors. No, I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah over the Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm with you there. Then they got the Nuggets, and like you said, by that time, see, today, today's a bigger day because Jokic is coming off a two-game rest. He's going to play tonight, I think, against the Warriors. Yeah. I think he's legitimately going to play tonight against the Warriors. I, I don't know if he plays necessarily against the Suns. We'll have to see how that one goes. Well, it currently it currently says his status is doubtful from what oh, I'm doubtful. looking at. Right Never mind then. Yeah, if he's doubtful, then the Warriors can definitely win that. Him, Jamal Murray, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope are all doubtful. Yeah, I guess we'll see. That's a late game tonight, so we really won't find stuff out until really later in the day. But, man, it, it's a tight race. And then I guess you go over to the East. It's not as tight. Really, I mean, there there still can be some movement. Like Brooklyn, Brooklyn's at six. That's that's crazy that they were able to, you know, still do what they can do. Mikel Bridges has been amazing for them, but but really, it's just jostling between. Um, the closest race you have is between uh, their eight and ten seeds. You got Atlanta at eight, Toronto at nine, Chicago at ten, and all like Atlanta is seventeen games behind. First place, Toronto 17, and Chicago 18. So you could see some jostling there, but really it seems like that one's all pegged out. Like, um, And I guess you could say between Milwaukee and Boston too. Boston only a game and a half behind Milwaukee. That could be something to watch. That could be something to watch, especially with that big win the Celtics just yeah, did. They, they dominated. 140 to 99. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they dominated that game. So – I mean, look, I've been hearing a lot of good things about the Celtics. Yeah, I remember the Celtics were just in the finals last year. I've been hearing people talk about his, Jason Tatum, a top five player in the league right now. Um, so far, the way he's been playing this year, he's been looking really good. Mm. Um, so we'll see. But um, uh, currently, man, I, I still have the Bucks over there as the favorites. Who you? All right, question. Who you got? They win MVP. Uh, MVP. I think there is going to be some, I mean, especially, you know, he's been out the last few games, Jokic, um, you know, but so so I think that's opening the door a little bit more for Embiid. I think Embiid, Embiid. gets it this year. He's been wanting it. He's been going hard after it. I think they finally end up giving it to him. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Embiid ends up pulling this one out. 
about to say, yeah, three straight. I mean, that would be crazy, man. Imagine if Jokic get three straight, but never, I mean, but never made it to the finals yet. But mm. currently, man, I'm looking at Joel and me, but my goodness, bro. The man is averaging 33 points right now. 33 yeah. points per game, 10 rebounds, uh, nearly two blocks. He, he's on. Yeah, he's on a roll. He might be getting MVP for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looks good right now. And that and that 76 team isn't a team to sleep on. So Yeah. Uh, one more thing we can mention here before we close the show. The new CBA was just released yesterday, the collective bargaining agreement between the players and the, you know, the owners. Um, next year we could see an in-season tournament. Did you see about that? Where they would do an in-season tournament where players from each team would receive like whoever ends up winning. They would um each player would see, receive a uh, five hundred grand um uh, for winning that tournament. It's a way to I guess get people to play more. Um, you have to actually play sixty five games to be an All NBA player next year and be eligible for. That's good. That's good. So that's that's pretty be, that's cool. Right. Um, now All NBA teams are going to be positionless, so you no longer have to vote one point guard. You know, one two guards, two forwards, and a center. You can just five best. You know, you can go five best. So that's that's kind of cool. There, there's a lot of neat stuff. Players can now invest in teams like WNBA and NBA teams. Uh, so there's some some cool little activities going on. Uh, more money for like uh, vet minimums, I think, is now in the works. A um, lot, lot of interesting stuff in there. So that that's something to kind of be looking out for and to be excited about. So um, just something to kind of keep an eye out for next year, see how this in-season tournament goes and things along those lines. So – yeah. Any last I mean, thing? I, I think the reason why they're doing that is to get more eyes on the regular season for the NBA. I think that's the, the main. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not going to be tuning in because college football. You know, college football is going to be yes. have yeah, mine. I, I watch some yeah. NBA here and there, but really, I don't start paying attention to like January. You know, because hey. that's. That's, February that's, probably more for me. More February for me. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but, I'll, start, I'll start looking January. You know, I'll start keeping up with it, but. Um. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. I think it could help them potentially. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Any last things here before we close it down? Uh, no, sir, man. Hey, great, great show today, man. A lot of things going on. So, yeah. I hey, look, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see how. Hey, definitely gonna be tuning on the national championships tonight. So, that's oh, yeah. gonna be good. That's gonna be yeah, fun. for sure. Also, anybody fighterticks.com. Go to get your tickets if you're coming to the fight. Mainly because tickets are being sold out really fast, and I mean yeah. really fast. That place is gonna be packed out. And that's so. uh, what date? April twenty second. We are uh, currently twenty days away. Nice, nice. All right, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for enduring uh, the first half of this podcast. I know the technical difficulties were pretty rough. We finally got it figured out this last little bit of the show. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. All the support you guys give us. Continue to show that support by going and clicking in the description of this podcast. Going to the link tree. There's many different ways you guys can support. So please do all the likes, the shares, the retweets, the subscriptions. All that good stuff really helps us out. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening, and as always, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.